All right, so I'm going to start yep. the music right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we have our fearless beer review. We get into our vinyl pickups. And we normally end it with uh, some new music and other happenings in the music world. But instead, this week, we are going to do our Spotify wrapped because I'm sure you guys haven't heard enough about it already on the social medias. So we're going to get into that, kind of talk about that, make fun of each other probably because that's what we do on the pod. My name is Tyler and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there, it's Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Uh, we have a Discord server. If you want want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. We also have a phone number. If you want to call, send us a text. Leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Now, let's, now that we're done with the boring intros, let's get right into our fearless beer review. Jeff, what do you got? Go. Or what we, do we have? We ha- yeah, we have the same thing because... This is a disgusting seltzer that I don't like. And so we had a bunch of them and we saved them all up. And then you took them home at one point. And so you have a bunch at your house of these disgusting seltzers. Correct. And I did not want to take them home, but you insisted I did. Just take them home. My God. Somebody will drink them like right now. So now yeah, we have the right. same disgusting seltzer. And Maha is is the, uh, the, the seltzer brand. Yeah, organic stuff, organic hard seltzer. But the flavor is raspberry. And normally the, the Mahas I like, they have a peach flavor, which I think is fantastic. And then they have a black cherry flavor, which I think is like fucking candy. It's delicious. But this one, okay. my friend, as we will find out, I guess I'll, uh, I'll, let you, I'll, let, I'll let you try it. I'll let you try it. Okay. Give me f- like five seconds because it's dirty. The lid's dirty. So li- the lid is dirty. Okay. All, All right. right. Well. Yeah, so I think this is from from California. I, I don't know if this is a big beer type of thing. I think it might just be like its its own. Cause I can't. I didn't find anything online that it was owned by a bigger okay. a bigger brewery. I'm back. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's like I'm four back. and a half percent, four point two percent. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, that is it's nothing. nothing. Huh? The enjoy by okay. date on mine. Let's see. Well, oh, not too bad. March March fifth of this uh, year. Oh well, that's kind of bad, but okay. yeah. That's not that kind of bad. That's kind of bad. I got a buddy in my I got I got a buddy in my fridge right now that that expired <laughs> in two thousand like fucking eight or something. Yeah, it's super old. We I we'll drink it next time I'm there. We got to drink it next time. I'm We're there. gonna drink it. Okay, I've opened mine. So uh, are you ready? You ready to, to drink this? Yeah. Okay, so I don't. Uh, I'll just. I have an empty glass that I'll tink with. So yeah, here we go. Don't, don't pour it. It's, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, oh my God! So this this is this tastes like um, cough medicine, like very yeah. diluted cough medicine, like the the red dimetap. Yeah. Oh yes, exactly the red dimetap. Yeah. You hit yeah. the nail on the head. Yeah, this is disgusting. 
yeah, I mean, it's not it's not unbearable. Like, I'm gonna finish this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dump it. But it I would never go back. Well, okay, so we have a three point our world famous three point rating system, where three is a perfect beer or seltzy. Uh, two is a good one. You're gonna continue to drink. Uh, one is bad, and uh, but you should still give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what do you give this Maha Organic Seltzer Raspberry flavor? I mean, I guess by like definition, I have to give it a two because I keep drinking it. This is the second <laughs> time I've had it. But no, boo for real, boo for real, boo for real. This is this Bufferil? is a sub one. This is this is fucking disgusting. This is terrible. I don't recommend anybody try this because there are better flavors of this brand. Mm. The black okay. cherry brand is phenomenal. It's like candy. It's so good. This is disgusting. It's horrible. <laughs> but I, I can't finish this. It's not, it's not a drain pour. So it's like a it's like a point nine. So give it I'll a one. Point nine. Give, give it a one. I'll, I'll give point nine nine. I'll give point nine nine. No, just give it a one because that a one is you. It's not good, but you should at least give it at least give it a shot. No, I don't think anybody should give this a shot. There's better. There's better flavors. This is this should be out of existence. Okay, I mean it's terrible. Okay, point nine nine for you. Yeah. Okay, so for me, I would give this. I give this a one point five. It's oh wow. With, with more sips, it's it's better. The initial sip was was a little much because I I'm so used to just drinking beer. I rarely ever drink seltzer seltzers. <laughs> so I was I was a little taken aback, but it's it's not terrible. But I mean, there are definitely better flavors. Better brands of seltzers as well. Like I like Truly's better, but I know you hate Truly's. Yeah, White Claws are are pretty good too, but this isn't terrible. I I, I would drink more of these, but not this flavor necessarily. But definitely drink more seltzers. Well, you have more of this flavor, so will you drink more of this? No, Ryan will drink it. Ah. See, see, Tyler, see. So I gave it a one point five. See, but aren't you glad that you even tried it? See. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I am very glad. Yeah, well, I don't want to take all the beer. See, I don't want to take all the beers home. But I focus. See, well, the only reason I'm drinking it is because of the pod. Like, see, but you liked it. Eh, see, well, no, yes, yeah. no, no, yes and no, <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let, let, let's move on to our uh, vinyl. Unless you got anything else about seltzers no, or beer. I, I mean, I, I could talk about seltzers all day, but about this specific flavor of Maha no, that I've never. And wait, where did you get this? You got this from a gas station, right? Yeah, it was a twelve pack for like two dollars because they're all expired already. So oh, we bought. Okay. Uh, I think we bought like uh, 30 12 packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was like sixty that's bucks a for a lot of fucking beers. Yeah, that's a lot. It's really making me really gassy. Keep burping. No burps on the pod, though. No burps in the pod, though. See? <laughs> He's just so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, 4%, you said? 4.2. See? <laughs> the whole this is going to be all night. This is going to be your thing all night. Like yeast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Vinyl All right, up. so vinyls. What, what do you got? What, what do you got? And then, that, like I said, this leads into our song of the week. What do you pick beep, up? Beep. Um, so uh, you know, second listen through here. I colors too. I finally got another. I sat. I sat down and listened to it again, a second time, and then formulated some thoughts about it. And uh, BT Bam, between the buried and me, colors too. Their newest album, a follow up to their 2007 album, Colors. Mm-hmm. And comparing these two isn't isn't simple and doesn't even need to be like a thing. Like uh, you shouldn't even compare colors one and colors two because they're, they're 
they're similar and kind of in mindset only and mm-hmm. outside of like the genre stuff, the hardcoreness of it. But I, I, there's, they're so different. They're so different in so many ways. And, and I think sometimes the technical aspect of colors, best colors too. But then I think colors too incorporates this cool eighties, like sound, like this yeah, synth that. sound that's heavy. And it takes these weird turns that blend the genres better than Colors One did, but I think Colors One is just earlier in their career, and and in such that when they're blending the genres, it's a little bit more janky. But overall, Colors One is more janky. This is more refined, so it's just different. It's it's a different approach to kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and no, I get it. I that get being it. said, I think Colors Two is fucking phenomenal. I think it's I think so it goddamn too. good. And I, think and I do agree with you. Amazing. I agree with you as well. It's. You you can't compare the two. They're they they stand each on their own, and I think even saying that, I wouldn't even call the colors to a sequel to it. It's it's just craziness that you would expect from them, you know. It's it's I don't know. It's, it's just a sequel because of the of the weird transitions and the con, like the continuousness yeah. of the album. Because even on the vinyls, you have to flip it over. And it'll replay the past like five seconds of the song. That way you can catch oh, up yeah. when you play side B from side A. So just that reason alone, I guess it's like a continuation. And there are some there are some like um there's some similarities. Like in Colors Two, right off the bat it starts with singing rather than anything hardcore related. Mm-hmm. So listening to it for the first time, you would think this band is just some type of possibly going into a metalcore thing that's gonna be bad. Because he sings, <laughs> but there's a good melody to it. But then they'll incorporate that. They'll, they'll come back to that melody three, four, five times throughout the record, and that's very mm-hmm. that's very colors like. Yeah, that's true. I guess. But, but damn, dude, this is so fucking good. This is so amazing. And that '80s thing that they do towards the end is just—it's so. I can just imagine somebody like running as the camera's like in the front of them, mm-hmm. going backwards, and somebody's running in like a shitty green screen, or like <laughs> or like Limp Bizkit's video for uh, for for fucking oh, he's on the motorcycle my way my, my way. way yeah you yeah know, like yeah. that shitty green screen in the back too i imagine <laughs> yeah. something like that for this it's just it's so cool and it's so fun <laughs> is, they, is yours is yours colored as well your yeah. variant the okay yeah it's like a oh that's right you, you made me open it to make yeah, sure i was pissed you, you would have taken it back <laughs> see uh, probably not <laughs> no you would have no nah. no it's good you stuff probably. though it's good stuff though it is it's fantastic Listen Check to it. it I listened to my copy a couple times too. Check it out. BT Mount. Colors too. So good. Yeah. So good. What else? Uh, you got? The next couple things, I listened to some Jerry Garcia stuff. Jerry. One is that bootleg you got me, the coming up for air. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. kind of rainbowish pastel colored one. That's um this is a show that that he did in Santa Cruz in nineteen eighty five. And it was just Jerry and I think John Kahn on bass. It's a double LP, and really, it's just like a jam sesh, and it's pretty much like ninety percent just just Jerry. Like the basses is there to lay down lines, but mostly during like choruses of songs, and or just to help like Jerry keep time, or, or remind him where he's at in the song. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just it's just like Jerry going off for fucking an hour, <laughs> and it's I think it's absolutely fantastic, and he plays so much just clean guitar. Like yeah. very, very, very little distortion. He's such a such a nice twang that it reminds you of like a country twang, but it's not mm. 
a country twang. It's not annoying or anything like that. And he can slap the strings real loud. He can slide. He does everything. He's a phenomenal guitarist, and I love him. And I can't get enough of him. I know. I can't. I know. I I I can't. And that's the second thing that I'm I'm gonna bring up is the Jerry Garcia band. This is a this is a first time it was pressed on vinyl, so I pre-ordered it. And it was supposed oh, to be yeah, released. That's right. It was supposed to be released on Black or uh, Record Store Day. The first time, not the Black Friday record store day, but the other record store day, whenever that mm-hmm. was, like July or something. August, yeah, August July, July, August. It was supposed to release then, couldn't get it pressed, so they postponed it till now, and I just got it last week. And it's a Jerry Garcia band. This is their second album. It's just a live thing that they did in 19... I think it was recorded in 1990, released in 91, and then finally the first time on vinyl this year, and it's five discs. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so stupid. Five LPs, but only four and a half. Like the last side of disc five is is a is an etching, so it's just four discs plus one side. Oh, okay, yeah, only four and a half. Yeah. yeah, but it's but it's basically I I I added up the the minutes when I texted you, and I forgot how much it was, but it's just you know it's four and a half discs of just jamming, really. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it all just in one like fell swoop. I didn't even like pause or nothing or take a break. It was just I was. I was entranced. I, I, it's so goddamn good. And this, again, the guy I played bass on here, John Kahn, also played bass on the Coming Up for Air. And so this is, this is the band like Jerry played with all the time when it wasn't him and the other dude at the, at the one that you listened to. I told you to listen to the Vibe of the Keystone. Yeah, Merle Saunders. Yeah. If it wasn't him or if it wasn't the Grateful Dead, this was like this other band that he, he jammed with a lot. And this is cool because much like the Merle Saunders one, this incorporates a lot of R&B, a lot of soul, a lot of kind of the jazz fusion, but not the annoying jazz fusion, like yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. And uh, God damn, it's so fucking good. Love it. Now, I did listen to the Merle Saunders one. Uh, you told you said I should listen to it, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay, I enjoyed but, like 80% of it. Like 80% of it. Big butt. And the big butt about it is I really don't care for Jerry's vocals at all. That that just absolutely kills it for me. He's not a bad singer. He's, he's just, not, but he's just so vanilla. Yeah, but that's that's he's the point. So vanilla. He's he's there to just kind of like push the song along. He's not there to to lay down any kind of building from the from the gut or anything. He's just kind of there to to move things along to make it a little bit a little bit more interesting for the for the pop realm. That's fine. But it, but it's so vanilla that it kind of it takes it. It distracts you from the greatness of it, because there's some really good stuff on that record. Honestly, Great guitar playing, like the Grateful Dead, are kind of in that same vein. Where on a superficial level, they're kind of vanilla, and there's a lot of things that they do that are just very, very boring. And you think, like, damn, they're like, this is this. like when you listen to Working Man's Dead, and you're just like, this mm-hmm. is it. Like, this is what people are fucking excited about. <laughs> But on subsequent mm-hmm. listens, you realize that like they're doing things that were like never done before. And they're incorporating genres that people still to this day have trouble incorporating or fusing together. And they, they're just a band that have just a lot of complexity from their simplicity. They're just a bunch of, they're just a bunch of potheads and a bunch of acid takers that just <laughs> vibed really, really, really well with each other. Yeah. I mean, I'll give them more of a chance because I really did enjoy that Merle Saunders one. You like, Generally, I mean, this, I, is, I, this I is a really long one, but you, you would like this one too. It's a, that's some dedication right there. <laughs> that is that is some dedication. Yeah, there's there's multiple <laughs> songs that are that are you know ten fifteen minute plus plus songs. 
Oh God! All right. Good times. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll probably never buy it though. I'll tell you that much. It wasn't that vinyls. expensive. It was only like eighty bucks. Oh yeah, only eighty bucks. Yeah. For a box set? Come on. Mm. Come on. Yeah. I'll pass. So, I'll pass. Well, <clears throat> Another thing so I, I, I listen to. I, I I listened to my second time for Valiant Thor, our own masters. Oh, finally, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? This is um, this is solid. This is this is good. It was pretty heavy and harder than I expected, and and it was almost like they were drawing from from like eighties thrash or metal, and it wasn't like great. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna lie and say like this is great, great stuff, but this is good. This is this is something that like I will go back to. That if I knew mm-hmm. they were playing a show and only doing this, I would go to the show because this is that good. Yeah, it's it's. I think I think if you listen to it more, you because you you you'll like it more because I feel. Uh, on the first couple listens, some of the songs kind of bleed together. Like they're still really good, but you're not going to remember some of them. So I think it, I think that record needs su- subsequent listens to really kind of enjoy it more. And I, I I haven't listened to all of their records, and so I don't I don't know in the comparison to the one before this or after this or anything like that. But I did think this was like heavier and harder than than I was for sure expecting them to sound like. In yeah. 2000, their sixth album, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is their second to last record, from what I remember. So yeah, that I was, so. I mean, that that was fun, and I like that. I think the 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 color variant is really cool. It's like this cool looking radioactive color, and it matches the the horrid album art. <laughs> I like the album art. No, oh, dude, it's, it's so terrible. Gross. It's it's very Valiant Thor. It's very terrible. <laughs> it's good stuff, though. I like it. I'll keep listening to it. Good. I'm glad. And it was only eight bucks. Come on. I know eight dollars. Giving it away. Yeah. True. They pretty much were. It was in the bargain bin. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. That's yeah. sad. That's stupid. <laughs> I know. Sad stuff. Yeah. So what um, else you got? I got this group called Faces. You ever heard Faces? Never. So Faces. Fa- the, the, the album that I got is called "A Nod Is As Good As a Wink." <laughs> Not really as, stupid. Okay. Yeah, and and it's it's Rod Stewart and and Ronnie Wood. This is their band, and Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood. Their first appearance together was on Jeff Beck's first album, The Truth album, which is a killer fucking album. And then Ronnie Wood played with the Stones eventually, and then Rod Stewart obviously had a really successful solo career career career. But this is a this is a blues band, and their biggest their biggest hit is called "Stay with Me." And if you if you heard the song, you would know exactly what song this is because it's crazy popular. But it's pretty fucking good. They have they have a cool kind of like rambunctious way about them, and I've actually really come to like Rod Stewart's voice, and I I have really? a ton of Rod Stewart in my my selling collection because they sell like hotcakes and i pulled a mm-hmm. couple out i pulled a couple of like his big ones out i'm gonna listen to him because i like his voice and i've always liked the song that maggie may song i think that's a really good song and it's really cool and i like it and then just knowing how dude rod stewart can rock the dude can rock he's no joke and I, i've kind I mean, of respect he has a good voice more. but i don't know just like this, this, this album faces. It's just, it's really good, rambunctious blues rock. It's fucking cool. Really, blues I, rock, dude. Yeah, it was really, really good. And Ronnie Wood, like he's no joke of a musician either. 
And yeah, for true. anybody that's going to be on Jeff Beck's albums already gets gets put on a pedestal a little bit because Jeff Beck's rocker through and through. True, very true. And that first album that Jeff Beck did, Truth. I mean, that had that JPJ on it. There's a ton of musicians. Oh, that's that right. Yeah, that so, was a solid record. So, dude, I don't know, man. Faces, I this was like a, a freebie, so I I imagine I can probably get this stuff for really cheap. And uh, I'm going to continue to do so. And I'm going to listen to some Rod Stewart and see how that goes. Oh, man. It might be good. I don't know. It could be, yeah. But I don't know. I just, it seems too, like, too poppy. Yeah, he has a good voice, but. I mean, he's not playing anything. He's just a singer. He's the front man. So, but, like, I I don't know. I, I really, I really do like his voice. I think it's unique. And I don't know. I, I like I like this faces a lot. If you heard that song "Stay with Me," you would you would instantly know what it is. Maybe I not think instantly. I probably but would. I probably know yeah. what it is. I know you would. Well, I'm telling you. You may think would. you know. No, you I know. Think you know. No, I don't think that I know. I know that I know. Well, that's, that's wrong. That's it. No, well, it's yeah. not wrong. I know. If it would, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Idiots. Yeah. Uh, another thing I got. Uh, this is uh, a group called Cold Blood. It's their first album called Cold Blood. And never, I, I've never heard of them. If you if you saw the album cover, maybe you'd recognize it. I see this all the time at different record stores, and I've always I've always been interested in, in getting it, but it's always been like twenty to thirty bucks. And then I got it for free here because the jacket was completely beat to shit, but the record played fine. And this is a psychedelic band from the Bay Area in the '60s, so part of that part of that sound of the, of that area, right? This is an album from 1969, so this is in line with, with all the CCR, with the Grateful Dead, with the Planet Earth rock and roll band, all the stuff we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks, they were there also. But what separates this band is is their funk sound. Dude, they have a massive funk, a massive soul sound. It reminds me of the Chambers Brothers. Remember that Chambers Brothers album? Oh, that, that one was really good. Fucking A. Like, this is... Yeah. Imagine, like, that Chambers Brothers album, but then imagine, like, Janis Joplin, but without uh. the annoying rasp. Killer vocals okay. from this lady. Wait, so, oh, so it is a female vocalist. Yeah, her name's Lydia Pence, and she kind of sounds like Janice, but just not annoying. Yeah, because Janice, Janice is yeah, a very good singer, it. but she, I find her annoying. Yeah, same I can't here. Do it. I agree with you on that. But never been able to get into her stuff. But again, dude, it's just very, very heavy bass lines, smooth vocals, and just a very great funk sound. It's it's <clears> pretty goddamn good. I was very blown away. And how did you find out about him? I just I've seen the record at record stores, but it's always oh, been too expensive for me to. to I mean, I'll, I'll dive on like a three to five dollar record, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. pay twenty bucks for something that I know nothing about. And yeah, I, that, I also didn't know they slung. were from the Bay Area in the late '60s. Otherwise, I probably would have splurged on it, just knowing <laughs> that. Yeah, are they on any of the? Are they on that psych comp that you got? That really awesome one? No, no, no. It's 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 uh it's actually interesting too that I I, I was reading more about. The Fillmore West, mm-hmm. and and Janis Joplin actually is the one who recommended the, this lady to Bill Graham. She was like, "Hey, you should hear this girl. She's a really good singer." And Bill Graham's like, "Okay, well, you're a really good singer. So if you think someone else is a really good singer, I'll check her out." And he kind of formed this band. He was like the manager, okay. which is whatever for the. T- but he also founded the the Fillmore West. And then I was reading more about the Fillmore West because, you know, the Almond Brothers had played there and stuff. And it was just a... Well, it's a famous venue. Right, really iconic venue in the, in the Bay Area. And, like, this guy's interesting, right? Bill Graham fled the Nazis in the early 40s, 
immigrated oh, to the U.S. and he eventually served in the Korean War, got himself a Purple Heart. And then he works as a maitre d' in New York somewhere, and he hosted poker games behind like closed doors, which like one of his best regulars was Tito Puente. And that's kind of like how he got he got his foot in the door of promoting because he was helping Tito Puente do stuff and Tito was hyping him up. He eventually moved to Frisco mm. and then took over the iconic venue of the Fillmore West from a guy who mysteriously died after he signed away the rights to Bill Graham. But then nobody so even knows shady. how he signed the rights away. Like, like there was no, all of a sudden Bill Graham was like, oh yeah, that guy that owns this, yeah, he, he said I could have it. And everyone was like, well, are you sure he said that? And <laughs> he was like, yeah, shit. no worries. Yeah, he said it. And then when they went to go ask him, it, he got killed like by gunshots. And it was never determined if it was a suicide or a homicide. That's weird. That that really sounds like some mafia <laughs> shit. I know. It was so bizarre. Yeah, very bizarre. Like he's, This guy's really interesting. And then when he died, like the whole Frisco <clears throat> shut down and like all these musicians held, you know, concerts in the park for him and stuff. And he was really well liked. I guess he was a really nice guy, but... I don't know. Really interesting stuff. Cool guy. Yeah. Cool guy. Cool so guy. the the album you have, it, it's self titled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen that album cover. Oh. Yeah, the, the red. It's the red album cover, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've never never seen it. Well, if I find a better copy, I'll buy one for myself, and then you can have this one and listen. Or to Or you it. can give me the better copy, for free. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Yes. Well, yeah, it would. That's why I'm saying it to you. Yes, everything you say makes sense. Today's exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what else you got? That's it. That's it, babe boy. That's it. That's, that's all, all I got. Yeah, that's it. Holy that's, shit. That leads me to my uh, to my pick of the week. So, I, I I'm not like a big Tupac fan. So when I when I throw this out here, I'm not I'm not saying like I'm a huge Tupac fan. I really bought this greatest hits because one, it was on sale. It was half off. So instead of like seventy dollars, it was thirty five dollars. <laughs> Because it's four discs. It's like every, oh, all, it's oh, almost it's really all of his fucking songs. Yeah, it's four discs. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, that's worth it. That's worth it. That's a lot of fucking music, right? Yeah, Where, did, where what site did you get this off of? This was on uh, You Discover. Why didn't you tell me? I would have got it too. I did tell you. I sent you the screenshot of everything I was getting. Yeah, but you didn't You didn't push it. Like You normally <laughs> push it on me, but you didn't push this one. I'd, I'd rather you get the LL Cool J because I think that's... I'm not a big Tupac fan, I, but I think the LL Cool J album is fucking fantastic. I did get it. I got it. Eight bucks. Are you, are, are you going to talk about it? I didn't listen to it yet. Oh, God damn it. All right. So, yeah, I bought this Tupac thing for because it was cheap for one. And then, two, like, Renee likes Tupac a lot. So what better way to get her to listen to, to vinyls than to buy Tupac? And, of course, <laughs> like, I played it, and she knew, like, she knew the words to every fucking song. I only, I only know the words to, like, two Tupac songs. One being To Live and Die in L.A. Because yeah. that one was a good album. It's like Tammy. She knows, like, all the hip-hop songs from... The early and mid '90s, like every single hip hop song. Well, I it's mean, there's crazy. a difference between knowing the hip hop songs and then knowing Tupac. I just don't like Tupac that much, honestly. I don't see the appeal of Tupac. I still don't, and I, I maybe I do see the appeal to, uh, for Tupac. I, I, I definitely see the appeal with Tupac. I just, I just don't. I, I he's all right. He's, he's he's okay. Better than Biggie, that's for sure. That yeah, that's that is that is absolutely for sure, and that's why I chose the song "Hit Him Up." Hit Him Up. This is a. Uh, this is a diss track. This is arguably like the greatest diss track of all time because <laughs> sometimes when, when people release diss tracks, it's, it's kind of like, it's not heavy handed. It's, it's, they'll maybe throw out one or two lines that incorporate the artist, but in kind of a nuanced way and they'll try to be cute about it. 
Not Tupac, mm-hmm. not this record, not this track. This is straight up the first line is he says, first off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. <laughs> like he's just already right out the gates making fun of, of the East Coasters. And he names every single person that rolls with Biggie, that rolls with like Junior Mafia and the Puff Crew. He, he name drops every single person specifically. And then he threatens them, not just like like with physical violence because he does threaten them with physical violence, but he also like <laughs> threatens them to like end their careers because of how great of a rapper he is. Like this is, I don't think I've heard this, this song in, in like since I was in like middle school and people were talking about it because when yeah. this, when this came on, I was like, Holy shit, I forgot that this guy, like this is why he got killed. Like straight up. This is why he got fucking shot because he says <laughs> shit like this. And he did. It was like months after this, he was killed. That's pretty wild. I did. I, oof, I just, I could not even believe like rappers don't like diss track or nothing. If you, if you're not doing a diss track like this, you're not doing a diss track. Yeah. He, he does it so well in the song. Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Lil Kim don't fuck around with real G's. <laughs> Making fun of Lil Kim. That's my girl. I love Lil Kim. Yeah. And you, you, you love her a lot. I don't get it, but man, okay. this is unbelievable. <laughs> I just, All right, I was, so I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was just reading the lyrics over and over, just laughing. I'm like, wow, fucking. You know, I, I, I realized recently there's a for for a lot of artists on Spotify, you can read along the lyrics on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, but they'll fucking hyphen out like some of the really bad words. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna play hit 'em up, but I'm just gonna start it right off because you got to have that intro. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fade in. So here's uh, here's hit him up from uh, Tupac. I ain't got no motherfucker. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Take money. Westside, bad boy Take killers. Money. You, know, you know who the real is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy trying to see me weak. Hearts are ripped. And junior mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Little Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. So fuck peace. I'll let the niggas know it's on for life. Don't let the west side ride the night. <laughs> Bad boy murdered on wax and kill. Fuck with me and get your cats pimped. You know, see, grab your blocks when you see Tupac. I don't even know why I'm on this track. Y'all niggas ain't even on my level. I'ma let my little homies ride on you, bitch made ass bad boy Feel Get out the way, yo. Get out the way, yo. Biggie Smalls just got dropped. Little move past the mat. And let me hit him in his back. Frank Wright need to get spanked right for setting traps. Little accident murderers. And I ain't never heard of ya. Poisonous cats attack when I'm serving ya. Spank the shake your whole style when I gang. Guard your rank cause I'ma slam your ass in the paint. Puffy weaker than the fucking block I'm running through, nigga. And I smoke a junior mafia in front of you, nigga. With the ready power, tucking my gas under my Eddie Bauer. Your cloud petty sour, I'll put packages every hour. Hit him up. Grab your blocks when you see Tupac. Call the cops when you see Tupac. There you go. Hit him up <laughs> from Tupac. It's such a good song. I, I, with you, I haven't heard this song in, I can't even tell you how many years. It's been so long. 
It just it, it fits so perfectly with what we're doing as our album of the week because this came out in '96, mm-hmm. and it's like man at the height of of the East Coast versus West Coast game, like this is unbelievable. I still I'm still shocked that no one has ever done a diss track like this. It's probably that dangerous that I know of. Well, yeah, he got this killed for it. <laughs> yeah, his 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 delivery is so intense, and they didn't even try to hide like him breathing in. You could hear it a lot, like every few words, not even every line, just every few words. You could hear him take a like a quick breath in to like get out the next few words because it's so intense. And dude, he has a powerful voice. That's the, for sure. Like the only other person I've ever heard who I felt like was really emotional and like angry on a track is like Eminem. This is Yeah. Yeah. This is so emotional and so he's so angry and you can hear it. Like everything about his voice on this one. And I'm I'm building him up a lot. I still don't really care for a lot of his songs because they're a lot of his music's just way too fucking long. It's five, six minute songs. It's boring. But damn, <laughs> this is this is unbelievable stuff. Yeah. It's this this song is really good and now I I mean I really wish I would have picked up that that greatest hits like you guys dude it's just, it's just in the intro he said that's why i fucked your bitch you <laughs> yeah. fat motherfucker good lord <laughs> it's so aggressive damn and so rude <laughs> oh just man so rude oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. It sounds so uh, like immature to just say call it rude, but I mean that's really what it is. It's <laughs> like, man, so it's silly. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. All right. So is that all you got on uh, on Tupac? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Did you finish your salty? Just about. Okay. What do you got for your backies? Uh, I got a Kurs with limes. I got great whites, and I got uh, Miller's Miller Lights with limes. Wow. Look at you go. Yeah, a lot of limes, except for the great whites. Yeah, I mean, limes on the, limes and anything is gross. Well, um, yeah, mm. so I got, from my back east, I got Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA, mm. and uh, I got some buddies to kind of wind down the night. So there you go. Uh, vinyl-wise for me, I only got a few things here. I didn't have a lot of time this week. Uh, and when I did have time, I just wanted to listen to just some shit. I already, the same shit I, I always listen to. So I actually, you know what I did listen to a lot this week was Neil Young. Oh. Like I've been kind of on this Neil Young kick. So, but, uh, but anyway, uh, the first thing here is, uh, John McLaughlin. If you don't know who he is, an amazing guitar player, songwriter. He was the head of Mahavishnu Orchestra. Yeah. That was his band. And he's just done so much over for decades now. And, Truly one of like the great guitar players of all time, but never heard of him. You've never heard of him. Nobody's ever heard of John McLaughlin. Unless you really are into prog rock, you've never heard of him, which is a shame because he's fucking amazing. Uh, so I picked up this record from Glasshouse fuck, months ago, but it's just been sitting in my backlog. Like I have a nice little chunk of jazz music just sitting in my backlog. And I thought that that's what this was. I thought this was going to be like acoustic kind of jazz thing. But it was not at all. This record is called Devotion. It's his second solo record. Uh, came out in July of 1970. This is right before he he started Mahavishnu. Like one album before he started that band. And uh, this is like Mahavishnu. Like this is a full band. This is him just, they're all just going for it. In the best prog 
jazz fusion amazingness you could think of, this album is fucking killer. I I loved it. <laughs> and reading a little, I mean, there's not a lot written about it because there's not a lot written about this guy, but uh, he hates this record. He said he he requ- he didn't really want to record it, but he had to because of the record label. They wanted a second record from him, so he did it. And then the guy who mixed it mixed it without his consent, Ooh. and it was released. And he said he hates the mix, this and that. But honestly, I don't see a problem with it. I think it sounds <laughs> absolutely amazing. I don't know what he's complaining about. And what was the article great. written? Maybe it was like a like an old interview or something. And he was just it was after the I think it was came, I think it was right after it came out. Oh, then he's probably just mad. Probably, yeah, probably. But it has like fairly good reviews, and you know, it's 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 a killer record. Devotion, really, anything John McLaughlin is never Wait, Devotion with. It's called Devotion. That's the name of the the record. I thought that's the one he did with Santana. Mm, was it? Maybe he did, but th- well, I mean, this is called Devotion as well. But what is the one he did with Santana? I can't even remember. I think it's called Devotion that we did Santana. Let's see here. It might be, but then that, but that's like fifteen years apart. Oh, uh, devotion, love, devotion, surrender. That's the name uh, of it. Close, close. Yeah. Actually, it was only two years after this. What the fuck? I always thought that was in the eighties. Are they the same? Maybe is it the same songs? And he just acoustified them. Maybe. Let's see here. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. But the uh, the artwork for this for the devotion record on Spotify is just horrendous. It's so yeah, bad. It's fucking you, you commented on it too. It's really bad. Um, but the actual the, album, the real album cover is pretty cool. It's pretty decent. Not I'm looking bad. at it right now. Kind of like psychedelic looking. Yeah, it's more psychedelic than anything. So the the Santana one, that one is pretty much like all covers, like Coltrane covers. Ah. Yeah, there's there's two McLaughlin songs, and then the rest are Coltrane, and then there's one traditional song. Hmm. But yeah, so they're not the same songs. Okay, I don't. Know. But anyway, anybody listening, if you ever come across a John McLaughlin record, pick it up because more likely than not, it's going to be really good because he's fucking amazing. And Jeff, you need to pick up more of his stuff. I don't know why you're, you're dragging your feet on it. Makes no sense. It's true. I'm not in. I'm not into prog rock right now. I kind of. <sighs> I've. I've moved on. I mean, I always come back to it. I was. I always come back to some prog, and I. I, I was actually listening to Jethro yesterday. Dude. So. Oh my god. So I do come back. But you. Oh my. I don't know. Well, Mahavishnu are considered more jazz fusion, but they're not. They're farthest from being the annoying jazz fusion. They're the best of the jazz fusion. And but it but it really to me I think it really settles more in prog rock than than jazz fusion but they're like one of the best man just they're just unbelievable just unbelievable musicians I, I have nothing bad to say about them I I but, don't either everything that I I think I have two or three of their albums I just didn't like that that live one with the orchestra but mm. that was it mm-hmm. that, that was album. I mean it wasn't bad but it wasn't nearly as good as their their other stuff. So, got that one. Really stoked on it. Uh, the next thing here, I picked this one up from You Discover. I think it was either You Discover or Sound of Vinyl. I don't know. Black Friday sale. Got it for dirt cheap. This is uh, the Thrice record Palms. This <laughs> is their 10th record. Came out in September of 2018. Uh, I think this is a really good record. This is their comeback record after their hiatus. And I think it's solid. I think it's a really solid record. It's not perfect, but it's a good listen and I really enjoy it. I, 
I listened to it a lot prior okay. to me buy, buying it on vinyl. I think it's a really good record. That's uh, fine. And I got it for like 11 bucks. Come on, dude. 11 bucks for threats. I, I wouldn't even buy it for $11. Because you're stupid. I didn't. Yeah, because you're stupid. Damn, this album sucks. Let's get out. It usually goes for like 18, 20 bucks, but I got it for 11. So okay. I'm not complaining. Uh, so check that out. Uh, the next one here I also got from You Discover, I think. Yeah, this one was from You Discover. Uh, it's Mastodon. It's their brand new record uh, called Hushed and Grim. Uh, it's their eighth record. Came out in October of this year, just about a month old, a little over a month old. It's actually a double album. It's 86 minutes long. So it's a double LP. And I I I waited to listen to it until I got it on vinyl because I knew I was going to get it, but I was just waiting for a sale because normally it goes for like 35 40 because it's a double album. But this one came out to be like 22 after the discount. So totally awesome. Picked it up. It is long, but it's I need to listen to it several more times to really get into it because that's how Mastodon is for me, at least. I really enjoy their stuff, but I, I got to listen like maybe four or five times to really kind of get the gist of it and really like it. So got several more listens, but it is a long one. 86 fucking minutes. <laughs> long record. But that, I mean, honestly, a for a double record for 22 bucks, brand new, a brand new record that just came out a month ago. That's really that's a really good deal for a very popular rock band. That's that's a deal. And the last, they are really, I know you're going, hmm, like they're, they're stupid. I know that's stupid. Like I, I haven't heard a lot of their songs, but I think I have two songs playlisted and they're fucking banger songs. Yeah. But are they that popular? No, they're pretty popular. They, are they running they in are. like the big circles or are they running kind of like in the smaller circles? They're, they're playing like, I'd say like palladium size. That's, Hollywood that's, palladium that's, size. That's fairly big circles. Yeah. They're playing roughly Hollywood palladium size. And then, like on the big European festivals, they're never like in the top tier. They're usually the tier right below the top. It's the second tier. It's usually where they sit. Second tier band is is that that you make a good living being a second tier band. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, because they're so big in the prog community, like one of the most popular modern prog bands. So, that's that's a big that's a big thing. That's a a lot of people still like prog, but nobody talks about it. (laughs) Anyway, okay, all right. It's true though. No, right. it is true. They they don't talk about it because they're in like these deep subreddits where they only let certain trolls into their pages and they only talk to each <laughs> other and don't come out much. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Uh, and all they talk about are wizards and space and all kinds of shit. <laughs> um, anyway, the so the last thing here I also got from you, Discover, and uh, the Seosin, their record Along the Shadow. Third album came out in May of 2016. This is the only full-length record that Anthony Green ever did with the band. If you don't know anything about Seosin, Anthony Green only did their first EP, left the band, started Circus Survive, did that for years and years and years, came back to Seosin, did this record, put it out, and honestly, this is a killer record. It was really cheap after the discount, and I'm totally stoked on it. I mean, the Black Friday deals were just fantastic, and there was still a lot of stuff that I'm that I got that I was surprised I got because I don't know why some of this shit hasn't sold out. It's so good. Yeah. And this is one of them. I, I, I don't know. I, have you really listened to this Seosin record? I don't, no? honestly, I don't like Anthony Green Seosin. I like Cove or Cove. I like him. Cove I, I like him terrible. better. I think their first album is their best. It is my favorite. I still go back to it, but I don't like Anthony Green and Seosin. I don't, 
I don't care. But why though? I, I'm just I'm really curious. I, I I like I like the post hardcore sound, but I think I think I like it more when they kind of like have a swinging sound to it. And okay. Cove has a better like not aggressive swinging singing voice. It just kind of rolls along while like let the music kind of be the aggressive part of the of, of the song rather than Anthony Green who is very good at at also singing and doing whatever he wants and also letting the music do whatever he wants but it's distracting because he's a really good singer and very unique or I think yeah. Cove is it Cove or Cove I'd say Cove Cove I'd say Cove dumb name Cove <laughs> is, 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 <laughs> is it or was better at just kind of like letting the music just play and just letting let's see where it goes let's see where it goes like my favorite song is Voices from their first album and it's it's very kind of goes back and forth and there's there's really heavy like and so there is more i don't want to say metalcore but i never got into the cove album i never i like the ep of anthony green one translating the name but i don't know man i just could not get into cove but this one uh this one i mean anthony green to me i think he has a great scream it's very high very very high pitched but i think it's killer and I think this would be a good, if you look at it in the Circus Survive like world, this could have been a really good uh, success, like heavy successor to Jaterna. That's what this could have been. It has a lot of the Jaterna stuff, but a little bit faster and a little bit heavier, but it still has a lot of that same stuff going on. I can see that because, I mean, realistically, Circus Survive, that was a letdown of a week when we listened to their albums. <laughs> yeah. And I would have, I would have liked that. I think this really could have sat sat there well in in Circus discography. Obviously, completely different band, but I don't know. Whatever. So I'm going to play one of my favorites off this one. It's called Racing Toward a Red Light. So here it is from The Seosins. There you go racing toward a red light from Seosin. I think it's killer. This album's really good. Highly recommend people going to check it out. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. It's good stuff. Good, mm-hmm. good stuff. That's a good song. Maybe, I liked it. Maybe we'll do it on the pod one day. Who knows? That'd Probably. be fun to do Seosin. Yeah. Okay. 
ranked two albums. Yeah. Well, they, they have three albums. Oh yeah, they? three. What? Am, yeah, no, yeah. Right, three. I don't know why I said two. Yeah. They got two with Cave. With Cave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so disrespectful. Yeah, yeah it's so disrespectful. It's a dumb name. He man. never did anything to us. I'm sure he, he seems like a really nice guy. Too. Yeah. Very nice. He seems like. Well, I mean, you, like you got to be nice when you're in a band who only got you as a singer because Anthony Green didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. That's and then when true. he didn't want to do it, you were like, okay, well, Co, we had a good, you know, scratch in their head. Like we had, we had good times. Kind but, of had a uh, good, good run here. Anthony kind of wants to come back, so... <laughs> I feel like that was Seosin the entire time he was Cove was in the band. It was like, it was just a matter of time that Anthony was going to come back, and like, that's all anybody wanted was for Anthony to come back. Except me. They were always played with that. Well, yeah, you end up like maybe two other people, yeah. but yeah, it's just uh, not for including me. Cove. <laughs> including Cove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is so mean. But whatever. That's our ass and I radio. We're mean. We're mean people our, here. We're mean-spirited people. We're nasty, and we don't deserve anything. Everybody out there, like, we always talk about how we get, like, voicemails and stuff. We don't tell you about all the hate mail we get. We get exponentially <laughs> more hate mail than we get anything else. We just don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we bury it. Oh, man. I love it. All right. So that's all I got for, for vinyls, for the vinyl. And uh, so let's move on to our Spotify wrapped. It's been oh, a year since we did this last. So uh, I guess, you know, go in normal order where you go first. I think we're just going to kind of go through. We're not going to go through every slide because, damn, that's annoying. So, yeah, let's do this. Okay, I see what's happening. So I just opened my Spotify wrapped again, and the Mad Caddies came on. So it's a different song every time you open your Spotify wrapped. Okay, so let's uh, let's start with you. Let's go with the minutes listen, like you said, and the top genre. What do you got? Well, top top genre for me is punk. Okay. And then let me see if I can go back to the genres because they usually tell you like your top five. Mm. Well, I guess we should go back too because go back to the slides. Yeah, fuck me, buddy. Dude, we are so good at. I punk. know because yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of okay. There's a lot of other information here too. So let's so go to the genre one. <laughs> So I, it yeah. says it says I listened to eighty one different genres this year. My top five genres being punk, alt metal, mm-hmm. classic rock, pop punk, and then dance pop. Dance pop. The f- top four makes sense. I don't know where dance pop came in. Yeah, that's a weird one. The only thing we did this year is like Aqua. Aqua, yeah, that must be that. Dance pop goes. Right? It has to be Aqua, yeah. That I don't understand, but yeah. So what do you, what do you got? What do you got? So my, I have 71 different genres, which is surprising. I thought I'd have, I'd have more. But my top, genre, my top genre is going from first to, f- first to last. Uh, punk is number one. Then we got alternative metal, then classic rock, then alternative rock, and then rounding it out with metalcore. Ooh, metalcore. Yeah. It's only because of Treyu. That's really the only reason why. Treyu and Bleeding Through, I, I think, are the reasons why that's even in the top five. Yeah, probably. Because those are like the only metalcore I listen to. And Death by Stereo. That's okay. The, the the next slide is the, the two trues, one false one. That's fucking dumb. I have the so, podcast one. Okay. Well, I, I think I have more slides than you then. Maybe. Because my next one is, it just fucking plays music and just loading. No screen here. Damn, we should have written this down. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine, mine does say the number one podcast, but then... 
it lists my top five podcasts, which I only really listen to three podcasts. So my okay. yeah, the podcasts are just whatever. It's because my fifth podcast is our podcast, which I only listen to if I need to go back and listen to something <laughs> to prove a point or something. But then yeah, the next yeah. ones, I don't. The podcast, who cares? I don't. I don't really care about the podcast unless you care about the podcast. So I have I have a top four here, and I'll just run through it real quick. Number one, Punk Till I Die. I, oh, I still really I like Tom Trauma. I think he was my favorite part of Punk News, and glad he does this pod now. I really enjoy it. So that's my number one. My number two is Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Always enjoy this one. He's a funny. Obviously, Conan O'Brien is hilarious. So. That's my number two. My number three is is a podcast that's no longer a podcast. Uh, it's called Super Hyper Local Sa- Sunday Nights. This is on. This is a KFI show that was on Sunday nights, but the guy ended up quitting back in July, and so now he has his own podcast that he, you know, it's not on Spotify. So this is old. That one's old. But I guess I listened to so many of them up through July. So hmm. he's still on here. And then the number four, rounding it out with a podcast called Two Bears One Cave. This is like it's hosted by these two comedians. And I don't are stand up comedians, and I don't really care. I don't like stand up comedy at all, but some of them are really good at doing podcasts, and they're really funny. And this is one of them, so I listen to this one a lot. So that's my number four. Okay. So there you go. There you go. All right. All right. So what do we got next? It's the it's listen, the artist. I listen to eight hundred forty three different artists. My are you top serious? artist of the year. Yeah, uh, my top artist of the year was No Effects. What? Yeah, fucking no effects. But it makes sense because they have a lot of albums and we spent a lot of time with no effects. Yeah. So true. that was my top artist of the year was no effects. And then it says like the top song you listen to, you can't get enough. I spent I spent I I listened to no effects about five hundred minutes and I listened to the song My Orphan Year the most. <laughs> That's I know f- like one of the worst songs. I know. I I, I don't know. And I, and you hate that record. You don't like Coaster. I don't know. That makes I don't know no what sense. Happened. 843 artists, no effects, was the number one artist I listened to this year. <laughs> so I listened to 506 different artists. This doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, this makes no sense. Okay, so 506 artists. My top artist is Blink-182. What a fucking surprise, right? Uh, it also says that I'm in the top 0.5% of their listeners this year. <laughs> pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> I was in the top two percent of no effects. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> <laughs> how, how many how, minutes how, did, did did you listen to Blink? Well, how many minutes did you listen to of no effects? I was just about to ask you that. It was four hundred ninety. Okay, so uh, you spent a total, or I spent a total of one thousand six hundred nineteen minutes with Blink, and I just couldn't get enough of the song "Wishing Well." Oh my god! What, dude, you're, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wishing well. <laughs> so good i love that song <laughs> cool okay uh, okay so then we have our we now we have our top artists now we have our top and our artists. top songs and all that good stuff so let, let, let's get into that this is the this is the most fun part of it all so what do you got for oh you, punk was your number one so then how many um how many minutes have you listened to just in general on spotify Thirty two thousand. okay Thirty two thousand three hundred nineteen. which because my pot, my number one podcast I listened to was Malt Couture, the beer podcast, and mm-hmm. I listened to it every week. It's like two hours long, and it came out to be about six thousand minutes. And Damn. I, because I, oh, I really only listen to Spotify for podcasts. I don't, I, I'm almost exclusively vinyl, unless we don't have it on the pod, then I'll, I'll listen to it on Spotify, or if it's not on Spotify, I'll do it on fucking YouTube. 
So thirty-two thousand, <laughs> it was way higher than I expected it to be. I thought I was going to be in the twenty range. Okay. So right. I was, uh, I was really surprised. But I guess it all adds up week after week when we do on the pod stuff. True, and and when you're driving around, you're listening to Spotify. And I know I'll you don't drive anywhere. that much. I know you don't drive that much, but you know, you know how it is. Yeah, rarely so go anywhere. My my top genre was punk, like I said. And the minutes listened are 62,724. And that's actually down by about 20,000 minutes from last year. I did like 84. I did like 84,000 minutes last year. So I'm down a lot. But that's because of the vinyl. Really because of the vinyl. So that's a lot of fucking minutes, man. A lot of time. A lot of time. It's a lot of time. Yes. (laughs) That's good times. All right, so let's go with our top song. Let, let's start with our, our number well, five already, down to we've one. Already, we've already done our top artist. Let's do the top five artists. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's My fine. number one, No Effects, makes sense because oh, we're, we're, we're going We're going backward? We're going that way? Well, yeah, because you already know the top one. Uh, that's true, that's true. Number, okay. two is, number two is Green Day. Spent a lot of time with Green Day because ah. of the pod. Yeah, okay. Number three is Black Flag. Makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Number four is AFI. That makes sense because of the pod, and also I have a lot of their songs playlisted on my punk uh-huh. and some of my pop punk playlists that I go back to. And number five is Alkaline Trio. That's strictly because of the pod. Yes. How is that possible? Like, But not against me? I feel like you would have listened to way more against me than Alkaline Trio. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe against me would have been number six. Yeah, it had to have been. Had to have been. So my number one, obviously, Blink-182. My number two is AFI. Number three is Corn. I mean, come on. Corn. my number three. Uh, number four is Angels and Airwaves. Got to have two Tom bands on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've listened to Life Forms to dozens of times already. And then uh, my number five, rounding it out, uh, is uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Still cannot get enough Smashing Pumpkins. And you know what's crazy? I listen to them on vinyl so much. I don't know how they got so high on my Spotify, considering how much I listen to them on vinyl already. Like almost every day, I'll like every other day probably I'll listen to that's, them on vinyl. That's crazy talk. It's crazy yeah. talk. I listen to them a lot. This so, is um this is the first year since Spotify has done this that Blink has not been my number one. Yeah, that's weird. It's sad. And no effects, like, ugh, really? <laughs> like, that's just, that's not who I am, everybody. That's not, <laughs> that's not, that's not me. That's not, like, my favorite fucking band <laughs> of the year. Come on. That's silly boy talk. Uh, it really is silly boy talk. Yeah. Oh, it's gross to even look at. Okay, but I like so, pop punk, but come on. Yeah, but, I mean, I, yeah, no effects is a weird one for you. But, it, like I said, it ha- like you said, it has to be because of the pod. There's no other excuse. My top songs are so funny because they, I, when I first, so when I first saw my top song, I was like, what the fuck? But then when I thought about it, it made complete sense. Okay. Yeah. Mine, mine are a little weird, but it is because it's a hundred percent because of my main playlist that I listen to a lot. So what do you got for your number? Do you want to start from five to one or one to five? Yeah, we'll go, we'll go five to one. Okay. So what's your number five? Five is uh, no surprise, but love story. That's that's what I by Taylor Swift by Taylor Swift. Swift? <laughs> yeah, this is my warm up song when I, when I practice the drums. I always warm up to this song because I got it down. I got it down to the point where I can add anything that I want to it, and it's a good warm up song. It's slow. 
there's a little bit of nuance to it you can you can add and it's it's just a fun song so my whenever i start playing the drums i always start with this song always 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 okay now i i I think the theme is going to be all these songs are going to be on your drum playlist uh no only two of them are okay yeah all right so go ahead what, what's, what's your number five? Oh, we're, we're doing back and forth then. Okay. Back and forth, baby. What's your number five? Okay. My number five, uh, this song is the greatest song ever written, and that's Got the Life oh, from Korn. You make fun. You make fun of it, but you know it's an amazing song. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's such a... Like, the, the song... The song... To the, I mean, I've heard this song thousands of times, and... I, I, I just still love it. Like it, it, this song is one of those songs I've never ever gotten sick of. Ever, there's no way it's impossible. <laughs> that makes one of us, dude. That song is unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Greatest song ever written. Okay, so what's Ooh. your number four? My number four is also on my drum playlist, and I always end with this song because I like it a lot, and. I can change it up between like a traditional punk thing. I can make it go fast. And this is one I use to, oh, so it's, it's bad guy by the interrupters, the Billy eyelash cover. It's oh, it's, oh, it's the cover. Okay. Yeah. And I like it because it's a very, it's a very ska driven song, but you can, you can, you can double time it and it's an easy transition from the double time into like the, like that type of stuff. And that's what I use it for is like practice. Cause I like to practice that. Because if you can do that pretty fast, you can start playing a lot more things. Yeah. So I usually end my drumming with this song. Okay. So it's, I, I was actually really surprised. And the end. <laughs> I was really surprised to see. But it's weird that the T-Swift is below the bad guy. Mm. Like, yeah, that if is kind of weird, right? I, all, I, dude, I'm telling you, I do not play drums. I do not practice without starting with T-Swift. And I do not end without playing bad guy. So that must mean possibly at some point I played bad guy maybe just one time outside of my drumming and therefore it went one above Taylor Swift. Or or you played them the exact same amount of times, but it, it categorizes it by alphabetical. Oh, alphabetical order. Yeah. yeah. It might be that. That's that's the only because I mean true. that could be the only explanation. Because it's got to be even. I don't. I mean, I like the song a lot, but I get enough of it when I play my the drums, so I don't need to listen to it outside. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is. Interesting. Okay, so my number four is uh, "Blood Pact" from the Bomb Pops off their latest record, "Death in Venice Beach." Like we talked about last year, I mean this this record is just so good. It, it was album of the year for me last year. So fucking love it, and I, and these songs I. I'm still obsessed with. I still really like these songs. They're they're still playlistable and on my main playlist. I love it. I love Blood Pack. That it's their best song, without a doubt, their best song. Okay. So what do you got for number three? Number three is Phantom of the Opera by Iron Maiden. What? Oh, because you guys are jamming all the time. Because so, you're it. so my top three are songs that that I I've, I've been trying to learn how to guitar, drums, and bass, so we can jam do it. So Phantom of the Opera is my number three. I mean, it makes sense because that was the last of the three songs that we were trying to learn. And mm-hmm. it's like a six-minute song, and it's just it's very tiring. But I learned most of it, and I got the gist down for the most of it. And it's a really fun song to play on guitar, especially when you have a drummer that can drum really, really well and keep up. And 
slow down sometimes when you need help. So you these are all going to be jams. Like every song is a jam song for you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because I don't listen to Spotify. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, and again, the thirty-two thousand minutes. I was fucking surprised because that's mm-hmm. way more than I thought it was going to be. It's a lot of practice, right there. That's what that is. I, mean, I don't practice that often either. Like, I, lo and behold, I'm still not a good drummer or guitar player. So, to <laughs> anybody out there listening, I'm not. I'm not. I'm no little Steve I over here. Okay. <laughs> Oh god! All right. So my number three, yeah, num- my number three is uh, also from the Bomb Pops, and it's their song "California in July" from their first record. This is the only song from that first record I like. I don't really look to care for that that album. I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know why I don't like it that record, but I really don't. But this this song "California in July," absolute banger, and this is always on my main playlist. So this is why it's so high. It's kind of weird. So I got okay. two bomb pops on here. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing wrong yeah, with that's it. It's fine. It's good stuff. So, what do you got for your number two? Number two is also Iron Maiden. That's Run to the Hills. Oh, such a banger. It's such a, a banger. Uh, it's a good song, and and this is the era of Iron Maiden that I think is really cool. Except for the vocals, I still think they're fucking terrible. But <laughs> the band's the band's fucking tight, and they play really really cool songs, and they're really fun to jam to, and. And this is the one that I learned on the bass first and then transitioned to guitar. But I don't play the solos. I just kind of like play the root note of the solo and then just yeah. do it real fast. <laughs> I'll do the wee 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 wee. I'm not that, I'm not that good. My yeah. pinky's too slow. Just <laughs> <laughs> use your ring finger instead. You really not. scratch it. And just do it. I do have like long, I, I do have like longer fingers than your average bear, but. I still, I'm still just, I, I, I don't want, I don't want to take the time to learn a solo. I just don't want to. I don't care enough. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I've never cared enough. It's, it's a lot of work for, you know, 20 seconds of payoff. Yeah, that's true. But it does, but it does look pretty cool when you're playing it though. Yeah, of course it does. But you know. can nail a solo. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Running the Hills. That's your number two. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> that bass line is so good. Bam, I mean, it follows bam, the guitar. That's where the comes in. That's from the bad guy. That's where I warm up with it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? See? Oh, dude. Here we go. So my number two is also from the Bomb Pops. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. I know, and it's the song Notre Dame off their second record. Another banger, man. I This is another song I always put on a playlist. I really like these three songs, obviously, because I listen to them so goddamn much, on top of listening to the record in its entirety. So, yeah, Bomb Pops. Get into it. Get into Death in Venice Beach. Killer record. So, yeah, no, what, what do you got for... There's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I know, but three from the same band? Come on. I, I was well, I was actually a little bit disappointed when I saw that. I'm like, dude, pretty boring. But it's a little boring. And, and your number one's gonna be wishing well, inevitably. So, well, pretty okay. boring. We'll see. We'll see. Well, if we'll Caught the Life is number five, wishing dude, well, you got to gotta have a Tom in your top five. There's no way. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, what do you got for your, your number one? So, my Fuck number one. Me. I think I listened to this like 25 times this year. Pantera. No, and it is Mountain Song by Jane's Addiction. Mm. Yeah. And Another and I was, song. like, I, I, without thinking, I was looking at my Spotify wrapped expecting, like, I wonder what my top song was. Like, occasionally I'll listen to, like, my pop punk playlist or my punk playlist. And this year I've, I listened to a lot of my 
hardcore slash metalcore slash thrash playlist. And so I thought maybe it would be something from there. Yeah. And then Mountain Song came on. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it said, you listen to this song like 26 times. Like, what the fuck? No, I have not. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. Oh, that sucks. That's boring. Because <laughs> it's a cool song, but I only listened to it because I wanted to learn it. And the reason why I listened to it 26 fucking times is because I wanted to get the drum part down. And I still can't get it quite down the way he plays it. But the bass, I mean, but the bass line's super easy. The way Dave plays the guitar, super easy. Everything about the song, super easy. It's that drum part, I can't get. Can't do yeah, it. Yeah, it is a weird. It is difficult. Absolutely. But Dan, we're number one. I know. That's not even a cool James Addiction song either. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's a fine song. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Okay, so my number one. Yeah, it's wishing well. We all know. Go ahead. Let's go. No, it's not wishing well. Yes, it is. No, I swear to you, it's not. I swear I'll send, to you, I'll is. send you a screenshot. It's not. What, what is your number one? It it, it is a Tom related band, and uh, it's from Angels and Airwaves. It's the song "Kiss and Tell." <laughs> oh, that's you're my number such one. A cuck. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's worse for you, the fact that it's "Kiss and Tell" or "Not Wishing Well"? Or what I, would be worse? Which one of those songs would be worse? Is my number that one. That is "Kiss and Tell." Really? Yeah, because you, that's you're, you're such a you're such a simpleton. Like Dude, it's because such a good it's kiss song. and tell. Like come on, kiss and tell is a better song than wishing well. Oh, you, that's I don't even like neighborhoods that much. I think it's one of the worst. Dude, albums, you're such come an on. idiot. It is not better than 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 wishing well. You really you really believe that? I do. I do believe that. Yes. You really believe that stupid thing that you just said? <laughs> you do. I do. I do. You're unbelievable. You're fucking unbelievable. You're. Zero credibility. All credibility is gone, washed away, out the window. Bye bye. That's it. I mean, so that's tells a good one. song. It's 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 a good song. It, it was the was it the closer to? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it, it, like like adding a, a a very very catchy song to the closer of your album is 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 great. I love it. And when you have but, a woo in the song, come on, you can't go wrong with a woo. <laughs> You can't tell. You can't. You know. Good. You know. You love that part. You joking my ass right now, dude? I don't. I, I will send it to you right now. I'll send it to dude, you. Right all now. you do is joke asses. You joke I, so many asses. I don't even know dude, how many you asses know, you've been joked. You know, I'm not a person to to joke asses. <sighs> there you go. I just sent you proof. My screenshot. Not doctored <laughs> at all. I'm not Mike. So. <laughs> yeah. You got it? Yeah, you got it. So yeah. real quick for people who are listening, because I know the person who this would affect the most is not going to listen. So, friend of the pod, Mike already said his name. He told another friend that he bought an Xbox just to troll him. And then it got to the point where he started to feel bad because this other friend was really excited about it. So, then he, he posted that his order got canceled for, for this Xbox. And he doctored the photo of a canceled Xbox and sent it to all of us. And, uh, yeah, I felt kind of bad. And then subsequently told two out of the four members of the group yeah. chat that this is all a hoax. Mm-hmm. And I pushed him to say, oh, yeah, dude, get him, get him, get him. And then you were like the angel on the shoulder. You're like, nah, that's <laughs> messed up. Don't do that. And I was like the devil. Like, yeah, yeah, get him, get him. <laughs> they even texted the other guy separately. And I was like, mm, seems pretty fishy, doesn't it? And he was like, yeah, <laughs> Did you really? I did. But I, I, I don't want to like come right out and say it. But I was trying. I would feed him breadcrumbs. Yeah. In the group chat, remember I kept saying, that looks fake. That you looks- did. You kept doing that. Yeah. Never picked up. Never picked up. I think so. I think I got to Mike because we went we went to a brewery like a 
a few days before that he sent that that picture and he t- he confessed to me what what he did and I said, dude, he's gonna get really mad at you. He's gonna be really bummed. Like it was more than just getting mad. He's just gonna be straight up bummed. <laughs> and I think that I think that got to him, and I think that's why he tried to hide it because otherwise he would have just completely flat out said I was lying. But I think I got to him. I got under his skin. I said he's just gonna be straight up bummed. Yeah, and that hurts worse. That hurts worse than having somebody mad at you. Of course, and so. it's hilarious. It's <laughs> so been fun. Oh so, boy. So so I'll probably wait to bring it up at the baby shower. Of course, of course. Because enough time will have passed then to where when it comes out, he'll still be mad. But because we're all there together, it'll severely soften the blow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Ryan's not going to cause a scene there, and he's not going to leave the. I just said his name, and he's not going to leave the group chat. Because we're all there. Yeah, unless he magically listens to this episode, which I don't know why he would. There's like a point zero one chance he would listen to this. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got anything else on this episode? Or what do you That's think? That's it. Spotify wraps. Wrap it up. There we go. Wrap, 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 so wrap, wrap, wrap thank you all for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for the main episodes because we're getting into the Outcast record, AT Aliens, and we're also going to rank all six of the records. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening again, and uh, that's it. That's all. Good evening.